Rusty Glock killed the bear. Welcome to Kingdom and Culture Podcast number two. Man, we doing this. We are. You yeah. Creepy. <laughs> you creepy dude, man. Oh man, I'm David. Yeah, I'm, I'm Elisha. Yeah, man, we're here. We're gonna talk about some interesting stuff today. So I hope you all tune in and enjoy it because I'm about to break stuff. What's about to happen? Yeah, he's already man. breaking the table. Yeah. So how you been? I'm I'm good. Yeah, you dressed for the first time at a game in a while, right? Yeah, yeah. I finally got cleared on Tuesday. I got to go uh, back home to Minneapolis for Thanksgiving break, spend time with my family, see some good cardiologists because mm. the cardiologists up here are very <laughs> scarce. And yeah, there's like one throughout the like, whole UP. Yeah, yeah and I went two hours exactly, or and I went back and saw two in like two days. Like <laughs> it took me like a month to get one up here. <laughs> That's crazy. But I got clear, got to suit up for my first game, and I'll be back to playing in no time. It's about to be amazing. That's good, man. Now the whole world can see how bad you are. And the whole world can see me dunk on David. Why are you dunking on Bro, nobody? I would dunk you on, on you. dunk on me, so and you're, you would never do it. You would one day, never do one day, it. I'm going to catch him you slipping. You barely made a dunk when it was like nobody in the what way. What are you talking after about? After the game, you I tried easily to throw dunked. Down. You made one of like easily. four. Easily. I made, made one, one out of four. One of three after a game. Okay, Did you see my, my warm-ups? Bad. Did you see my warm-ups? Nah, warm-ups don't count. Yes, they do. No, I don't. Why don't they count? Because they don't Have count. you ever dunked in warm-ups? Yeah. No, no I actually haven't. Okay. it was a high school. I remember uh-huh. to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so no. <laughs> well, I told you how we got yeah. a, a technical on homecoming, <laughs> and we didn't even do a jump ball. They just started with two points, and the ball in the crowd's like, what? What's going on? Y'all losing, and the game ain't started yet. All right, man. Well, uh, one day I'll dunk on you, then warm up. So that's all. Okay. Okay. Do me a favor. Make sure you stay close to the mic. So I'm going to tilt it up towards you so you're not leaning down like that. Yeah. Like this. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a little better. All right. All right. Yeah. So uh, let's jump right into it, man. We got a few weird things happening in the sports world or whatnot. Um, <laughs> first thing that happened a few days ago, a man named Tim Ryan. <laughs> Got suspended from work <laughs> for saying some off the wall stuff about Lamar Jackson. He did. I, I have a. I have a quote. What did he say? What, what did he, say? <laughs> he said, "Dark skin color with a dark football and a dark uniform. You could not see that thing. I mean, you literally could not see when he was in and out of the mesh point. And the mesh point's like where the quarterback and the running back come together. Yeah. Um, and they're talking about him faking his handoffs and being the best. But he's attributing that to him just being black. He's like, the, the football blends in with this skin color. I think, I think what's hilarious about it is like, <laughs> there's, always, there's always one off-the-wall guy one person who says something off the wall, and then everybody going to be like, ah, you ruined it. Right. <laughs> you ruined it. I think it's, it's hilarious. And it's funny, too, because, like, they definitely said it because he's black, but it's not, like, one of those good things. There's this one guy a while ago that got in trouble for saying something like, yeah, you know, our players just don't have that, you know, that quick twitch muscle that all the other black players got, right? And that's like a, that's, yeah, that's a racist compliment, <laughs> right? Where this was just, there's no compliment. It's a good racist compliment, <laughs> right. not, a, not a bad racist. It was compliment. like, it was like, hey, you can't say that, but also like, yeah, but yeah, we, we fast, we, you know, fast. we athletic, you know, exactly. But don't, but I mean, yeah, <laughs> this is just straight up racist. Like, it's just taken away from how yeah. he is. Oh man, I th- and this crazy thing is too, like, you know, Lamar Jackson's going nuts. Last year, 
he did all right, but he wasn't all that. And so I did not expect him to take the jump he made to be as good as he is this Been year. Killing. Oh and and his one of his big um his big uh, skills is his, his ability to run the ball, mm. right? And so when when someone has ability to run the ball like that, quarterbacks can do run pass options all the time. You know, they fake a handoff, and depending on how the defense reacts to that handoff, he can either uh, let the running back keep the ball, or he take it himself and do something else, um, pass it or run it like a triple option. Um, Cam Newton was one of the first ones to do that um, and be, be – I don't want to say one of the first ones, but one of the most popular ones recently to be good at that. Now he's just on the bench, you know, <laughs> with some crazy-looking hair. Uh, but he's one of the first ones to be able to do something like that and be really good at it. He got to the Super Bowl a few years ago, Man. lost spectacularly, and then, you know, pouted he about did. it. He did. Um, but it's, it's kind of it's weird. But I have an unpopular opinion about, about it. About what? About his comments. Oh, the Tim Ross. Yeah. Okay. I feel like they aren't that much off the wall. Low key. Like, <laughs> let, let's be real. Like low key. Let's be real, bro. Like the ball is about his skin color, right? And if it's you, I mean, look. And they're wearing dark jerseys. <laughs> dark. I mean, it's like not. A, you. He shouldn't have Again. said that over over the air. Definitely not at all. And he even said that. Like his quote. His apology said, "Like I regret my choice of words in trying to describe the conditions of the game." Um, and he goes on to say, you know, acknowledge that he's a great player. Acknowledge he's a great player. Acknowledges the fact that, you know, he's probably going to be MVP. And he apologized to the team. He apologized to his um, bosses. He apologized on air, or not really on air at that time, but he apologized later, like mm -hmm. publicly. He apologized to a bunch of people. Um, and so, like, I think there are definitely times when people have some things that <laughs> I think are valid points, but people say it wrong. And I think he just said it wrong. Mm. So, I mean, I don't crucify him too much. I think this is a learning moment. And I always kind of feel like, in general, we have to allow people the the room to make mistakes. I talked about this last time, like giving people the option and giving people the freedom to mess up, right? Mm. Um, people talk about, you know, if they crucify strict parents so much because, oh, you know, all you're doing is creating bad kids. And uh, the idea is giving people the the freedom to, to make bad choices and being able to correct them properly in the moment, right? And so you got people out there who are calling for his head, you know, cancel culture. It's like, oh, he should be fired or whatnot. And they're upset that he just got suspended. I don't know. How do you feel about that? <sighs> Man, I don't know. I think if he was black, it would have been different. How so? I don't know. Imagine, imagine um, what's the do with the, the, the big gap in his teeth. The, the announcer, I, I'm forgetting like the who announcer, he is. Or like he's like uh, just like a, a talk show host. No, he's a, he's an announcer. I'm trying to remember Michael something. We were talking oh, about him last straight hand. Yes, straight, yeah, 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 he got the big teeth. Like if he would have said something <laughs> like that, we'd be like, oh, that's funny. Like because he's black. I, exactly. <laughs> I'll think the same thing. Like, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have been a difference. But I mean that's I mean that's America, right? That you see true. that a lot. Like yeah. black people say plenty of things, and somebody else says it, and it's like oh. It's completely different, right? And I'm not gonna say either way, but that's just like that's fact. That's how it is. I'm not gonna yeah. say it's right or wrong, yeah. but that's 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 <laughs> how it is. It's kind of sad, but I was telling I a friend, I was like, it's it's funny because I probably would make that same joke about <laughs> <laughs> the bar. You like you know why it's hard because I can't see that right, ball on his right. dark skin, right? But coming from someone who's uh, who's black, you know, that it hits like it's different, and it comes off 
as a joke to some people. And from from me, some people be a joke. I mean, maybe Lamar wouldn't think that fair of me saying it. He might be offended by it, but that's fair. Like he doesn't know me. But people who know me and know my joke, like know my style of joking, would have known that that's a joke. And coming from a guy named Tim Ryan, <laughs> it just doesn't feel the same way. Richard Sermon actually, he said the same thing. Like he was like, I know Tim. I um I've had many interactions with him, and that's not who he is. Like people make mistakes, right? Um, and that, and I feel like that kind of is how I feel about. We had this conversation a while ago about the Kanye statement. Mm. Oh, the the racism was a choice. Yeah, statement. yeah. It's kind of that same thing. I thought I think Kanye had a great. Uh, I don't want to say great, but he was trying to speak on something that I think is is like legitimate and has some validity. Um, holds a little bit of water, but I think he said it in a dumb way. Right. And yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't think I think the way he said it and all that's kind of all he said. He didn't really yeah. explain it, at least on the TMZ interview. When right. he said it, he just kind of said racism is a choice. <laughs> and there was like, what? And then he kind of like said something and then kind of like went on yeah, to yeah. whatever else he was saying. And then had his whole speech rant. And then we figure out now he's bipolar or whatever. And now he's a Christian, which is super dope. But I mean, that's crazy. Is he a Christian? I think so. I think I do. I do. I was I was pretty because skeptical. Because he made an album? No, no, no. No. Yes, partly. <laughs> kind of. I so I heard his album. I loved his album. Um Jesus Jesus is King. Is that yeah. what it is? I mean, that's a dope title. Um I think the the when I finally like thought I was like, okay, this guy could be for real is when I saw his uh, interview with the the comedian, the British comedian. I, I can't Oh, the one on the plane, yes. uh, James Corden. Yes, James Corden. He yeah. has choir and he was talking about his journey. But we we lost that to watch a little bit of that together. He didn't say nothing. No, but I skipped it. I just skipped to the choir part. Okay. I skipped to the choir part. Because right. his choir was tight. Oh well, my all right. God. That's another thing I have a problem too. Why are we giving him credit for the choir? <laughs> like my guy didn't conduct. Like I doubt he arranged any parts. That's not fair for me to say because I don't know for sure. But like we keep we do that all the time. Like yeah, Kanye's so dope because his choir good. I'm like, yeah. My man's like the choir singing. <laughs> I mean, he got the paycheck, so I guess he's involved a little bit. Right. But at the same time, I got I just got a problem with Kanye. <laughs> I, I like and then uh, his Sunday service has started off just like with music. All it was is music. And now there's actually sermons. And one of my favorite okay. pastors, Michael Todd mm -hmm. from Transformation Church, spoke at there, which was amazing. Uh, he actually went and spoke at Joel Osteen's church, mm. talked about his testimony. You know, and I, I think Christians, and he said it in one of his songs. He said, um, what, what are the Christians saying? They'll be the first ones to judge me, make mm. it feel like nobody loved me. I was like, that's true. Yeah. Because you hear he's like the talk of everybody. Like, Kanye's not really Christian because mm -hmm. he did this in the past. He did this in the past. I'm like, we all did things in the past, right, that we aren't proud of. And now he's publicly coming and completely changing and making this huge risk for him, which is a pretty big risk because people, like, that. that's tough for a secular a artist. Risk? I feel like that's hard for a secular artist to come out and start making complete Christian music when they have such a secular fan base. I feel like for most people, yeah, but for someone who thrives on on controversy and, and thrives he does, on... He does. Um, saying things that are unpopular to kind of get like a buzz. I don't think that's a huge risk for him. Mm. And that's why I was kind of like skeptical at first. I was like, he's probably yeah. just doing this for popularity yeah. and attention because he does that. Like right. racism is a choice. I love Donald Trump, which I'm not saying he doesn't believe those things. And his I love Donald Trump statement, yeah. I, I, people got so mad at him. But I think what he was trying to say, in my opinion, is we should love everybody. Therefore, I love Donald Trump. And I guess now he is a Trump supporter, which I didn't know all that before when he originally said. Yeah. But when he first said it, I was like, 
we should love everybody. Like, I love Trump too, you know? Like I'm thinking, and everybody's like, how could you say someone this provocative, ludicrous Kanye? You can't love Trump because Trump is evil. Hey. But he's like, we should love everybody. That's true. I just don't, I mean, I guess you've looked into it a lot more than I have. I just don't, I don't like to to allow Kanye to be a part of my daily life. Mm. Um, in the same way sports world, I rejected any part of, part of like LeVar Ball. I don't want him, <laughs> like, I don't want him part of my life. I, I don't want to read about him. I don't want to hear stories about him. I didn't care. And, and because I didn't care, I don't want to contribute to his popularity. And so in the same way, I don't want to contribute. Like I said this before. I don't listen to stuff on Spotify or YouTube because I don't want <laughs> my life to in any way profit him financially. Mm. Um, and that's doesn't change since he started doing Christian music. I just um, just feel that. And there's nothing really personal about him. I guess it's personal. But it's not like I don't like the guy. I just feel like, you know, for a long time he just thrived on chaos. And, you know, he came out by some mental health issues, which is fair. Um, I'm not trying to, you know, kick the guy or fault him. I just... Don't feel like I want to support, you know, Kanye. Uh, I mean, again, I heard a couple of songs you played. They're pretty fire. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. So, like, because of that, I'm not going to just start supporting him just randomly because, you know, people think he's Christian. That makes sense. Right. And I also don't know if producing a Christian album makes you Christian. Oh, I don't know. Snoop Dogg yeah. Christian, you know? Like, that's, that's what he is. <laughs> Snoop Dogg going to be in churches now? <laughs> Snoop Lion. No, 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 no. He went back. Yeah, and then he went back to Snoop Dogg. He realized Dog. that was a mistake. He's like, that's a trash name. <laughs> <laughs> Snoop, Snoop Lion. Lion. No, uh, DJ Khaled. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah, like, in that same way, I just think Tim Ryan's comments – uh, just just were kind of mis misworded. Yeah, <laughs> there's a comment in the YouTube section. They said when he wins the Super Bowl, they're gonna make white footballs. <laughs> just imagine that because they're LED like, but, light. Now, but now they have all the black players say, "I can't see the football because it plays with the white people." Like someone uh, said, like. How come nobody says that about baseball? Like about the white pitchers <laughs> and the ball blended. Like, I can't I see can't the ball. I can't see it because it blended in with his hand. <laughs> <laughs> I just think they're going to have like something that's going to be like glow in the dark. It's going to have right. like LED lights that says pass <laughs> no, or run. No, it's going to be up. rainbow balls from now on. <laughs> they're going to be playing soccer with complete rainbow balls. They're going to start They're gonna start putting advertisements on the ball. See what? They're going to be like, like those key, uh, those marquee things on the NBA tables. Yeah, that's going to yeah. be, yep. <laughs> Watch, they can't. They can't let. They can't let a man win out here. Oh my goodness! Poor little Ting Ting. Yeah, poor little Ting. <laughs> man, I um, I was watching the stuff, dude. Like he been he been roasting people. It broke my heart because I'm a Patriots fan, and that was the Patriots' first loss mm-hmm. was to Lamar Jackson. I mean, and I think he definitely deserves it <laughs> for sure because he's been he's been killing people. Yes, I, I feel some type of way though because I also feel like you probably haven't watched a lot, but. The running back for um, Carolina, Christian McCaffrey, has been destroying the league since day one. Mm. It's just his team sucks. <laughs> and so, like, no one respects him as being a possible um, MVP. But he's been putting up numbers every single game. Every single game. Every. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's be interesting um, to see how that, how that goes. But uh, you mentioned briefly uh, – <laughs> You mentioned briefly the whole thing about like people's past being their past and mm-hmm. how like we shouldn't still treat Kanye like he's old Kanye. Like people have the option to evolve and and change and be new people, right? 
So with that in mind, how you feel about Michael Vick? Yeah, the whole how many people. They had a 220,000 yeah. people yeah. sign a petition for him not to be the, the captain of the, the Pro Bowl. Yeah, so for those who don't know, essentially for this year's Pro Bowl, um, the NFL picked four players to kind of act as um, to act as honorary captains for the Pro Bowl teams. And each player would either pick some plays and kind of operate and facilitate the defense and or offense for either team. Um, and so Michael Vick was picked to be one of those players, and they're having people in outrage. They're, it started from a lady, I forgot her name, but it was... It started, <laughs> it started, it started from a lady um, who saw it online, and she was like, this can't happen. And so she started petitioning 220,000 people. That's crazy. What do you think about that? I, I don't know. I don't. Let's see if we can find her, her comments. She said, um, just saw this on Facebook and was absolutely <laughs> disgusted. When is the NFL going to take any responsibility for the behavior of its current and former players? To honor a man who had zero regard for animals is unacceptable, and I would like your help to make sure he is not honored at the 2020 NFL Pro Bowl. I don't know her. What was her name? I, I saw it, but I don't remember. Let's see if we got. Uh, I don't even know. It doesn't even. Oh, Joanna Lind. <laughs> I, I remember the Lind part. Angry soccer mom vibes. That's what I'm getting. Um. He so he got in trouble for that the dog fighting ring. Yeah, know? so specifically um a while ago he you know he to, he, he turned himself in mm. um to the authorities um but he served 23 months in prison um for technically running a cruel and inhumane dog fighting ring federal prison. Yeah, and then he lied about it apparently. So um this was in 15 I believe. Um, I might be wrong about that, but oh no, long I'm sorry, long before that. This is I think I think like fifteen is when he came back. Yeah, it's to, to the league. Two thousand seven. Yeah. Um but yeah, so he served twenty three months. And that's not that's not too long. It's well No, he you no, know, he was sentenced twenty three months. But he served eighteen or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, because there's no pro but um, they reduce his stay by three months. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. That's. I mean, that's that's tough to. I don't really know. What do What do you think? I f I don't I don't know, man. Because. In the same way, like you said about Kanye, like my, do you turn himself in? Right. He served his time, regardless of how long it is. Like he did it, and he hasn't done it since. So why is it an outrage? People like. My dude played for like three more years in the NFL after prison, <laughs> right? So why are they upset about the fact that he's right. for free going to be honored, right? He got paid millions to play football for about three years, but now that he's going to be honored as a possible Hall of Famer and at a Pro Bowl, people are now rage about it. And what does him doing that dog fighting ring outside of football have to do with his accomplishments? That's in not football? a good argument for some people because you know, well. What what does his ah. mistakes have? Like his mistakes outside of football, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Have to do with his accomplishments inside football. Like Kyle Monroe mm. last night, shout out to Kyle on our team, just hit two thousand points. Oh, for real? Just hit two thousand points. Hey. Yeah, he was cooking last night too. <laughs> shout out to Kyle, <laughs> babyface, <laughs> babyface assassin. Um, but like, say he did something like what? What would have like what? What would somebody said like? Oh, he did something in his past, so we don't want to put his name up on a banner. 
or something like that. Or because he did something. Like, what does that have to do with how many points he scored? I don't know. Or the, how many, for Vic, how many Super Bowls he has right. or how many, you know, like, I don't think it has anything to do with it. But people still uh. get mad because they're like, I don't want to see this animal killer in my, uh, like, Pro Bowl stadium getting honored because he, like, hurt dogs. Like, ugh. What does that have to do with football? I mean, that's true. I think some people would definitely disagree with that because, like, football is just a game, right? It is. And so, at the end of the day, he was doing that on his personal time for, like, fun, right? That was, like, his hobbies after he got home from work and he was doing that kind of stuff. So, I feel like it doesn't have, any, it doesn't have anything to do with football, but when we talk about Hall of Famers, players like that. We're talking about people who, like, we look up to, people who have had an impact not only the game but on other people's lives, right? Mm. And so, like, should we honor someone who has done something so heinous? (laughs) But my other thoughts are how come people didn't have this outrage about Kareem Hunt who got in trouble for domestic abuse? And things like that. We have so many football players who got in trouble for domestic abuse. And I'm going to be straight up. I'm one of those people who feel like the lives of a human is much more important, important than the lives of animals. Like any day. And I know people might get mad at me for that. I've had arguments about it with many people before. Um, but I stand by it. There's no animal that's going to do anything that's going to solve world hunger. That's going to do things like help uh, find the cure to cancer or AIDS or any of these things that, that humans struggle with. There's no animal that's going to put, them, put themselves in a position to affect human lives or affect the world on any national or any uh, global level. Exactly. And so for that reason alone, not that I'm saying I go around kicking animals in the face. Like I love animals, most of them. Squirrels can go. I don't care about squirrels. <laughs> squirrels are tree rats. Skunks can also uh, go. Mosquitoes. <laughs> mosquitoes are the worst. Absolutely. I lie. Mosquitoes are the second worst, third Spiders. worst. Oh, that's the devil's word. That's bro, not talking spider about it. Spiders, centipedes, bro. <laughs> Let's not talk about it. Let's not. No, nothing with eight legs is of God. Uh, you know? No. Because so, seven's the number of completion. So <laughs> one more. Seven. Hey, hey. See, <laughs> doing too much. God said I was doing at seven. And, and then centipede's got the, like a hundred legs. The devil <laughs> said, "Nah, definitely one not. more, a hundred more." Yeah, see, no, I, I can't get down with that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, I I love animals, but I'm not going to sit here and try to put up a facade like, you know, I think they're super important and should be protected more than humans, right? And mm. that's something I saw someone else say. He was like, "It's shame that as black people, like, we got to suffer with the fact that we got cops out here shooting, you know, unarmed." black men and women and teens and children and not getting any jail time for it. But that's okay. Like, you know, they're, you know, blue lives matter and those things are okay. They're doing their job, et cetera, et cetera. And there's excuses and there's, there's things we can say to defend those actions. Right. But when someone who did something horrible to animals serve their time and then mm. get out and try to make a new life for themselves, we can't, we can't let that go. Right. And so, so and someone said, well, like we're out here fighting for the same rights that animals have right now. <laughs> You know, it's crazy. Animals like, I mean, they, they eat dogs in other countries. Right, right. Right. And it's like, what, imagine if he was right, like Michael Vick had like a, a like a, a squirrel fight ring. Right. <laughs> like, do you think people would have been mad that he had a squirrel fight ring? No. I'd have, I'd have praised that. No, I'm joking. Right. Like nobody would have cared. But exactly. since it's dogs. Right? right. And because America, people love dogs. Right. right? But if you're in Asia somewhere, right. people are like, oh, like there's dogs on the menu places. Exactly. Or like we eat so many cows here, but in India, cows are like, mm-hmm. we don't eat cows, right? So 
you'd have an illegal do- cow fighting ring in India, you're getting busted. I but mean, a cow fighting I'll ring here, hella boring, right? I mean, we do the things with animals, have fights. You know, yeah. people bull ride. Like that's, I don't know, yeah. is that inhumane? Uh, like, I don't think it's inhumane, but it's mean. But yeah, it's it's <laughs> hold, pointless. Hold up, yeah, hold a red flag <laughs> and watch out. Like no, I don't know. That's that's mean, yeah. and it's like to what degree. Is this so bad? I'm not saying that dog mm-hmm. fighting. I think dog fighting is terrible, right? Yeah, yeah. I want to go back to something you said. Did you say bull riding and then say hold a red flag? Hold a red bull. Bull. I'm sorry, bull. Whatever the, <laughs> it is with charging, you know, where they charge and they like get out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Bull fighting. Yes. All right. You might have said fighting. I was trying to ask and make sure something before I expose you. That's all. I was trying to give you. The, I was trying to give you the option to tell me I'm wrong <laughs> before I did it. That's all. I don't know, man. I. He, someone said, I saw on Facebook, someone was like, you know, I think that, you know, sexual abuse, child abuse, domestic abuse, et cetera, and animal abuse are things that I can, that I consider to be, um, something that you can't, oh, um, you can't like rehabilitate from those things. Hmm. And I was like, hey man, I get what you're trying to say, but that's dumb. What is, okay. So what do they consider animal? I mean, what about hunting? Is hunting animal abuse? You know, like you I shoot, don't think you so. shoot, you shoot it, you shoot a deer like with an arrow. It runs for like ten <laughs> minutes, bleeding out. You know, that's like okay. Think true, about that. I don't think it's abuse, but that's just is that just as bad as somebody? No, it's not. I mean, people do that for food, right? Right. I okay. If people do it for food, so, yeah, it's some not people a do. big deal, right? I feel like if you're hunting for food, then do what you got to do. I feel I feel a weird way about it. Because I feel like, you know, I hate to see people posting a picture of them, like, holding the dead deer face up to the camera. Like, that's too much. That's a sport. That's what it is. It's I mean, sport. yeah, it's too much. I feel like it should. you shouldn't be proud about killing something that no way defending itself. Right? Not saying that we should go out there and be killing, like, lions and bears and because, stuff. Yeah, I need something how big. About we give, how about we give the deer a weapon? <laughs> <laughs> and see how you give do. It, give it, like, brass knuckles. Then give if it you a win... To, to stand up, be and like give us a that dear Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> if you win, all right, brag about that. Or go hunt with your bare hands. Take right. a take a rock, <laughs> right? And you chase down a deer on your legs. Be like David and from you the beat Bible, it like be, eat, like exactly. rip the bear's jaws open exactly. with your then hands. I'll accept your bragging, but <laughs> you took a you took a, a gun and shot it. In the face, and right. now, ha! Look what I did. Right, and you got a scope that's exactly. like infrared oh, exactly. and bullets that probably you can shoot it like Around 30, thirty feet away, and it'll shoo, like that. The, the the little whistle dart from event from, uh, <laughs> from Guardians of the Galaxy, the like whistles and just goes exactly. through everything. Like it's like cheating now. It, it really is, is definitely something that I feel like we shouldn't brag about as much as we do. But I feel like at the same time, like that's a different culture that I don't understand because I don't eat forest rat, aka deer. Um, what forest rats? Yes. Venison is wonderful. No, I can't believe you. you eat tums, bro. I'm done. <laughs> okay, I don't eat tums. I said they're not awful. <laughs> I said if it was between like tums and Nyquil, I would choose tums, or tums and they do different things. Garlic toast and ice cream, whatever your your your. We gonna figure right now. You losing is for food. Hey, right now you losing, so we gonna see. We gonna see what happens. Um, I think people should give let let Vic live his life. Mm, Again, I feel I like he too. paid. He did what he did. People aren't keeping the same energy. Like I said, for cops that are out here, 
not getting convicted for the things they do and not saying that, um, you know, every cop should be convicted when they do something bad or wrong, but, um, like, lives are being taken. And I feel like human lives trump animal lives, right? And so, like, this same energy that people are having for M- Michael Vick, for something that was done, what, uh, 10 years ago, almost 20 years 12 ago? Twelve was 2007. So, 13. yeah, 13 years ago. Um like let's let it let's let it rest. Like he he did his time. Why can't he grow? Why can't he be a better person now? Right, right. He had no other incidents. I can see if he was like still doing it, or still having issues with it. All right, yeah. Like let's not. You still struggling with your stuff, so let's wait till you're done with that. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean forgiveness. Yeah, <laughs> forgiveness is important, and people. I think people can change. People say they can't change. I believe people can change through Jesus. You know, like like truly change, like. And who knows? Maybe maybe he was a Christian before. I don't know. I th- was he? Michael I Vick have no idea. I s- I'm pretty sure Mike, Michael Vick is a Christian. I'll have to look that up. We'll, no we'll find that out later. I'm not so worried about people saying they're Christian as much as I am worried about how they're living their life. True. You can say you're Christian all day long. Going to church doesn't mean anything exactly. to me. Exactly. Like, you see, I, I remember hearing something. Someone was talking about, um, they're like, I want a girl. I don't want a church girl. You know, I was like, what? And they're like, I don't want a girl who brings her Bible to church and highlights the verses in church and then is getting drunk the rest of the week and living <laughs> trash, right? But they yeah. just bring their Bible to church and they'll right. dress up all pretty. Like, no, I want some, I want a girl who's like going to church, listening. All that stuff is fine, right? Yeah. But like living their life every day, not just giving one day to God, giving all yeah, the days to exactly. God. exactly. I think so, that's important. I don't know if Michael Vick was doing that or not doing that. I don't know if Kanye doing that or not, but... I hope so. I like, I like Kanye. Like, all right, well... Speaking of uh, changing through, oh, oh, in prison, NFL star Michael Vick returned to faith. Baptist Press, completely reliable source. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what this website okay. is. <laughs> I don't know where you found but that. He at. could be a Christian. Okay, everyone could be a Christian, so it's not really <laughs> not really saying much there. Um, but yeah, so speaking of like you know stuff that we're doing for Jesus or not, there's been something that I've been struggling so. For those who don't know, I work for a church. Um, I am um, a worship leader, and I'm also as part of a pastoral staff um, and part of the preaching team here at my church. Um, and I've always been involved in church, always been going to church uh, since I was a little kid, always been singing and stuff like that. And, um, but I've never really been involved in the behind the scenes, um, in the workings of how things get done. And I'm part of a growing church right now. We're kind of... Um, in a huge period of transition, we just started two services and started trying to uh, refocus ourselves on reaching community and reaching the lost. Um, and, and in doing that, we've upset a lot of people who are more traditional people, people who are older and have been in church for a long time and are quote unquote wiser. And I've learned through this process that there's uh, essentially a politics behind that. There's There are things yeah. that, that happen that I was never aware of and never had to deal with until recently, the last few years of my ministry and my job here. And so one thing I'm hearing a lot from people is all these things that we cannot do or say as Christians. <laughs> and honestly, I'm getting fed up. <laughs> like, I'm getting so fed up about, because I feel like they're arbitrary rules. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, what was the song? One of my favorite songs. The, oh, that by, Hill song. By Hill song. Yeah, even, yeah. even when it hurts. Yeah. It was like, um, 
even when it hurts like hell, I'll praise you. And they right. got all this backlash. I remember watching a video online. I think it was last year. And there's this guy just bashing Hillsong. They're like, these millennial churches, especially this Hillsong church is going off and they're just, they're not real Christians, right? They're like, mm-hmm. they're popular Christians. But he was talking about like, oh, they have these churches in New York, which are basically like concerts. Yeah. And they had this song that came out, they're cussing in their songs. And then it, it, he plays in the video, like even when it hurts like hell. And I'm like, what? First of all, hell is a real place. That's right. If, if I mean, why, what's people say Satan, right? Right. Satan right. get behind I me. It's complete. I'm a Christian. It's oh no, of right. course not. <laughs> right. That dude is just fine with saying Satan get behind me, That's but right. not saying hell. You know, like what what words can we say? What words can't we say? I understand the Bible talks about do not use like vulgar language mm-hmm. and things like that. So like profanity, that might be something where we should mm-hmm. kind of lean to, like against. But talking about like hell or Satan or. What what was it? What your example with? Yeah, there's um, a song pastor, that that we wanted to do here at our church. The song was um, "Hell or High Water." Yeah. Um, I forgot who it was by. I'll look it up real quick. Um, and we are practicing. It was a wonderful song. I'm like, I'm I'm about this. Let's see. It might be. I don't know. I can't find it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not seeing it. Oh, by people and songs. Okay. That's who it's by. And the chorus goes, So come hell or high water, you're still on the throne. You are faithful and able. You're in control. There's no question about it. You're king over all. I know who you are. Hmm. Phenomenal song. And we, there was like a big uproar and a big hoopla about some people in the worship team not feeling comfortable saying that because it's a worldly phrase. And they complained to the pastor about it, and a few people complained until the pastor made us cut the song from the service because he wasn't trying to deal with hmm. people getting upset about it. And to be, in, in the pastor's defense, we have, like I said, been, been going through this huge transition period. And so we've been dealing with uh, some backlash from changing our worship style a little bit changing the appearance of our stage and, and our church a little bit. And so people have been pushing back on some of these changes. So I can understand where he's coming from where he didn't want to have to deal with another thing where people want to push back about something easy that we can just avoid by cutting the song. But the fact that people were upset about it, right? And I just have this 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 weird feeling, or not weird feeling, I feel a type of way about Christians who are afraid to be real, mm. right? And I think that's what it comes down to. They want to act like when they leave here, they're not out, you know, saying the same stuff every this. Okay. So it's a perfect <laughs> example. I was with someone the other day and I was helping them with, with some event, and something happened and I was like, ah, oh, Jesus Christ. And he said, oh, you, you got to print for that one. Like you got to repent right now for that. You can't mm-hmm. say that. And he was on my face about it. And after we're done, he was dropping me back off. Um, and as we were walking in the car, he said something like, oh, I can't stand this shit or something like that. Walking into the church. Oh, I'm like, bruh, see, bruh, <laughs> like you're so worried about all the, like, yeah, don't take God in vain, bro. That's, that's real serious. I mean, you can't do that. <laughs> but then walking into the church, like Using on the church property. Right. So like all these things, we're afraid to be real. We're afraid to tell stuff how it is. Um, and 
And we, we have to walk around, basically, I feel like, and this is using hyperbole, but using the King James version of everything we do, <laughs> right? Why can't we say come hell or high water? Man, What's wrong with that? Hell, or actually, the word hell technically was never used in the Hebrew Bible, but the word she- sheol, I think that's how yeah, you say yeah, it. Yeah, sheol. Which is translated into, a, there's like different ver- uh, translations for it for English. Unseen realm of the dead, the grave, like the actual place where bodies were buried. Right, right, right. Specifically, the place of like punishment for the uh, hey, wicked. This, first of all, guy. I preach here. I know. I know what she is. Oh, so you? That's oh, right. of recognize course, who you're talking to right now, right? So it's like literally used in the Bible. Should we just bleep it right. out of our vocabulary? There was this kind of random, but there was this. So Saginaw, Michigan, is known for having some dusty uh, and some crappy roads. And <laughs> honestly, Michigan in general is known for roads. Um, there's a lot of snow here and a lot of plowing, so the roads would be rough. But there's this nice pothole right on the corner of my uh, street where my house is. And whenever it rained or snowed, you would you would know it's there, but you forget how deep it is. And you the whole quarter of the front end of your car would just dive down like six feet into the ground. And I always called that uh, that whole shield. I thought I was being clever. <laughs> I come to the house and the I'm dead. like, yo, mom, I think I, my car messed up. She's like, why? I was like, man, I drove straight into shield today. <laughs> I wonder about the significance of using words like darn or shoot or frick right. instead of like the actual like cuss right. words. What do you think about that? I've kind of, I've kind of like mixed things about it. I know that in the Bible, so I have a discussion with someone a while ago. Um, she was like, I'm going to say it, or she was like, for saying like, like for swearing, she's like, I'm going to say it anyway, because I think it. And if I think it's in my heart, then it's the same thing as me saying it. So I might as well go ahead and say it. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, like God does know it's in our heart and it is in there. But I think there are certain things that showing restraint and choosing to not indulge in the things that, that are in our heart mean something, right? In my heart, I might feel like going to, you know, um, uh, going to get drunk and do these parties. I might feel like hooking up with some girl or whatnot, but I don't do it, right? Mm-hmm. I might have these desires in my heart, but I refuse to let myself um, to engage in those behaviors or let myself partake in those things because I want to try to... Uh, live a life that is closer to, uh, more in line with the one that, that Christ lived, right? And so I think for those kind of things, saying darn or saying, um, you know, frick or whatever, I know it's in my heart, I know what I want to say, but I'm doing everything I can to not say those Consciously things. Consciously not saying that, right? right. Um, and I don't think there's any problem with, like, personal expletives. Mine is monkey. <laughs> All right? Monkey is, uh, it's such a versatile word. I, if I say monkey, I'm either cussing you out. What or the I could, monkey? Like, nah, see, it's like like you, like you. Oh, you monkey. Son of a monkey. Oh, son of a monkey. That's yeah, oh, you, that's tough. That's hurtful. I'm a. That's mon- <laughs> ooh, monkey. Ooh, you, right. You, so ooh. it can mean anything and everything at this, and also nothing, right? And so those personal expletives that we have, I think it's fine to have those things. I think it's okay that that we say, you know, fudge. I said that we was in rehearsal once at church. <laughs> fudge. I was like, ah, fudge. Yeah. People looked at <laughs> me. Like, oh, <laughs> son of a biscuit. Like, <laughs> but even just that's now, just I was like, I was, aggra- I was, I was like, like, aggressive. Oh, he said this skit at the <laughs> end. Okay, we're good. Um, I think I don't know. I think it's fine. You know, it's. Some might say it's towing the line, 
mm. of, you know, doing everything I can to get close to sin, but not actually sinning, you know? Mm. So yeah, it, which, which in that case, I don't think that's a hard issue, right? If we're trying to do everything we can to get as close as possible without actually doing it, that's just us trying, that's really comes down to legalism. Oh, well, Jesus, if you look, if you play the tape, Lord, I didn't, I didn't I actually didn't do actu- it. I didn't right, right, right. actually exactly. cuss, right. right this time. You know, I said F-U-C, but not, but not the K, yes, Jesus. Of, of course, the K matters. Right, exactly. The K, the it's, K not, K it's not a cross matters. word. It's not a word if it's not the K there. Right. So. But see, I, I think it's a lot about, so I was looking at Bible verses just mm-hmm. about, um, like Colossians 3.8. But now you must also rid yourselves of such things as these anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Like Ephesians 4.29, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs. Right? So like, okay, is the talk that I'm saying cussing somebody out, is that helping them? You know, it might, I think it might be helping them, but is it really helping them? So, they might take that, That's offensive. Like cussing to me. When somebody cusses right. it's at me, like all my teammates cuss all the time. Right. Like my coaches cuss. People around me cuss, and it it I I I feel like it's more offensive to me because I don't cuss than if when I used to all the time. So you keep bringing up um, like situations that people would clearly say, "Oh, that, that's not good." But what about artists who are Christian artists who might have some language or foul language in their word and uh, their music, but designed to reach people? Who who live that lifestyle? Right. Like, what is the well, meaning behind it? What about it? that? Like, is that okay? I don't know. Because are you lifting okay. them up according to their needs? If they need right. to hear this in order for for them to to digest to digest this, like that message. There's a a popular. I don't want to say popular, but he's a, a rapper. Um, used to be um, a banger. Um, and he, I think his name is Seven. And he came out with a song album a while ago called Purple Hearts. Pretty decent album. Um, not my taste, but still pretty decent. Um, so he has a parental advisory on the album. And someone questioned him, like, like, why do you have this on there if you're a Christian? He was like, because I talk about things that maybe kids shouldn't hear. Hmm. You know, I talk about things that are real that, you know, maybe kids shouldn't hear, right? He has this one line where it goes, uh, <laughs> so the end, of the, end, the end of the bar goes, <laughs> he says, I think he says something like, the devil is a sucker like fellatio. Like, oh my gosh. Right, which, you know, <laughs> it's it's funny, yeah. right? But even something like that, right? Like, oh, we can't talk about that, uh, right? Like, why not? <laughs> why not? Why not? I don't, I think, I, th- I think it's good that he's talking about real things. I agree. Everybody's at a different walk with Jesus. I agree. In their life. We can't, first of all, a, a, a newer Christian, right? Expecting them to be perfect in what they do and their music isn't really realistic. If, if they've been making music a certain way yeah. for a while, I'm talking about like secular artists that come over right. to non-secular, right? I don't think it's fair to them to say no cussing in anything, none right. of this, right? But I also Hems don't think it's on. fair for them to be, um, their, their music and them to be like nominated for certain Christian awards. Why? Uh, so a song that has like cussing in it, right? Where does it draw the line? There, I think there's certain criteria for gospel Christian awards, things like that. Which one reason I really like Kanye's new album? It's completely clean. It talks about True. Jesus only. He's the center of it. It could actually be nominated for a gospel album. But that sounds kind of whitewashed to me. Why is that? Because I feel like those people that are getting those gospel albums, or whatever. There's there's this there's this idea in music and it's really in entertainment in general of 
um, people having to change their act or change their music in order to be palatable for white audiences, right? That goes way back to even Elvis, right? Yeah. Elvis took music from black artists and he changed it a little bit and then that song that a black artist sang that nobody liked, Elvis could do and it was fine because he changed it a little bit more to make it a little more palatable for black audiences, right? That's why people like Chuck Berry, I feel like, were very popular. Phenomenal artist, right? But his music was more palatable for white audiences. Not as much syncopation. It was music that white people in the time could dance to and they can get behind and it was more hmm. simple. And so that's what music that was popular for white audiences were like. And so when you a black audience made their music like that, et cetera, et cetera. So when you say certain music that has cussing or whatever can't be able for those awards, I feel like it's because the music that has that kind of cussing or, uh, would reach out to people who live a lifestyle that most white people don't live. Yes, but also look at all the black gospel albums that don't cuss. All the great gospel artists who don't True. have any profanity or anything like that in their songs. True, but... The whole black church. But the lifestyle that those people live are closer to the lifestyle of the quote-unquote white people. And I'm, I'm putting air quotes because I'm not saying you know white people. But that lifestyle is more similar than the one of people who are living life of, of drug dealing, game banging, whatever it is that they're doing on the streets that most people like us... We don't associate we, with the not and our, think about exactly, it, yeah. and so I hear you, but I also feel like if it's preaching the gospel, then it's gospel music, hmm. right? Yeah, and some you might have you might have a thought about well you shouldn't you shouldn't cuss or whatever that's fair like I don't think there's any black or white answer for that I feel like it be who you are. I'm not going to make a song where I'm cussing because, oh, I don't reach people in the street. That's not who I am. So I'm not being genuine to who I am and, and what God has called me to do. But someone who lived that life and that's who they are and they want to make music to reach people like them and reach people that they interact with every day in their corner, right, um, in their Jerusalem, right, let them do that. And then as they grow, let's see if they evolve, mm. right? But I feel like we accept we, – we, we take information a lot easier – when we enjoy, when we can, when we're comfortable with the the vessel in which it comes to. That's why that song, A Spoonful of Sugar Helps Medicine Go Down. Whatever your sugar is, hmm. it fits for you, and, 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 and then it fits for me, right? So if someone, if that's who that person is, if they're, if they're fresh out of a lifestyle, fresh out of um, an environment in which that's how people communicate and that's how messages are heard. Mm. I'm okay with them in the in the midst of them preaching a gospel to use language that might not be, you know, church worthy. So what happens with like the awards and things like that? Because there's a lot of songs know. out that, that that'll mention Jesus. True. Right? Which is which is cool. Even like a lot of secular songs, like True. they'll mention that things like that, but the the song isn't about that. Right. But they still mention that in there. And I, I think it would be hard to draw a line on where where is gospel where is not gospel right. i think the cussing criteria weeds out a lot of songs and makes that a little bit easier with defining that line right but it's not like we're going and trying to choose the song with the best theology those awards are based on popularity that's true huh. right and so if that's your big crux those songs we're talking about would never be popular enough to even be up for an award <laughs> so I don't know like I said I'm kind of I, I have mixed feelings about it because although yeah. I, d 
I, I do think, you know, we shouldn't swear. It's something that we should try not to do. Um, I also have to be honest to say that I'm guilty of it. Yeah. No, <laughs> even even once a week at minimum, at a very, uh, like, loose minimum once a week. And especially, like, like when I play basketball, oh, all the time. Basketball is, that's the oh, hardest that's part. That's when I I don't even realize it sometimes. Jasmine's me was like, what did you just say? Me either. Like, she'll see me behind the bench. I was like, what? I said that? Yeah. Like, I didn't even mean to say that. But it's just like, I'm in the moment, mm-hmm. did some stupid on the court, or I mm-hmm. messed up. And I'm like, ah, mm. And I'm like. Are you say, mm? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> There could be a shucks darn shucks darn it, right? And it's like everybody around me is doing the same thing, right? Exactly. So it make it's like it doesn't feel completely out of place because my coach is screaming. Right. <laughs> you hear Coach Luke? And I love Coach Luke. That's the funniest it, thing. I was laughing. Screaming like <laughs> he told Kyle, he's like, "You want to f and guard that guy?" Yeah, I put somebody else off. <laughs> <laughs> I had to cover my face because people are like, look, look, I'm right behind the bench, so looking like right at me. And so I was like, I can't be laughing at this guy in front of the whole team. Cause <laughs> but yeah, I mean, when I, I know that for me, it's such an easy thing for me to slip into that I have to watch the company I keep. Mm, I learned that when I'm around true. people who do it, like even when I, I broke the habit, I spent, which just sounds like a cheesy promotion for Christian music, but. I just spent like, what, six months listening to nothing but um, Christian radio. Mm. And that helped me break that habit quick. And I'm not saying it's because of the music, but it just helped me spend time to focus on God and spend time to just kind of recenter myself whenever I got the chance to kind of help me do that and break the habit. And so now usually I can, even if I slip into it and I'm doing it a lot, I can still ha- I still have the subconscious self-control to not do it around certain people. That's what I so have So even if done. I go play basketball right now, yes. I'm swearing a bunch, I'll come right back. If I come like the church or whatever, come to a Bible study, I won't do it at all. Right. Because I have that self-control um, to be able to do that, even if it's not on purpose. But I know that if I'm around people who are doing it a lot, I will start doing it and picking it up, and I won't notice it. Until one day I'll start doing it so much, I'm like, ah, I got to stop. <laughs> like, this is way too much. Do you think like words, cuss words like that will ever become like, obsolete where they'll just become regular no. words ah uh, what's like what do you mean regular words People, like that does not that vulgar is not offensive mm. right i was talking to um mm. luna and gautier our, our friends from france and they were talking about the the b word female female dog is used by everybody there they use it just casually with friends i mean we cuss a lot in america but she was saying like it's all the time like it's a very common word but that word's all, not considered all ages much vulgar anymore at least if you're using like the 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 tv rules whatever they are like you, you can say that on tv now yeah so even but you couldn't before right and then that's why i'm saying it's it's evolving to become less of an offensive right. word and you know like what happens when there's new cuss words and like right. these are just the cuss words right now in the 1800s there was probably yeah. different cuss words that yeah. people were saying. I, I have no penny idea what they're yeah. you penny liquor probably, like, probably get prison time in, yeah in the barracks <laughs> for a week Get flogged. <laughs> Just put on a wheel and spun when people throw tomatoes yeah. at you. Yeah. <laughs> like straight hunchback of Notre Dame. That's what it is. Like that's not offensive now. I know that it, in Finnish. So I was at Walmart one time. <laughs> and apparently I looked like I was having a like I was in a bad mood, which I probably was. I was at Walmart working. Mm. Um and some old lady came through my line and her attempt to cheer me up was to teach me some Finnish. Um and one of the things she taught me, <laughs> she was like, is a an old, like, traditional Finland saying, um, hasta nubba is a slur. Like, that's 
um, them's fighting words. Really? Yeah, apparently <laughs> means like smelly belly ball or something like that. <laughs> but hey, if your belly button's smelling fin- Finland, bro, you, bro, you got a problem. You bring it up. You better not. You better not talk you about my not, belly you button. You better say nothing. You said what about my belly button? <laughs> Your mama. <laughs> so that's what it is. We can go right now, cuz. Um. So yeah, I think you're right, man. I think. I feel like words will either become less offensive and less vulgar, but there'll be new words that become that. Right, and I think that's what it's about, and why profanity is is hard because it's the bible says like um we should be saying what is helpful for building others up and if what we say is offensive which is like a lot of profanity is offensive i think that's the problem it's not the word itself right because saying the f word which also means like sex like saying sex isn't offensive but saying the f word is offensive right and it's because it's it's offending people it's not building up it's not wholesome and helping others grow to christ and but it could be Right with people yeah. using in their songs, yeah. right to reach certain people, but for a vast majority of people, it's 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 offensive. I just think Christians, we should. I mentioned this earlier, be willing to let people live, be who they are. We're so quick to make people have to f- conform to what we want them to uh, be true. in order to come and experience Jesus. Right? Hey, <laughs> yeah, come to church, but you got to make sure, you, like. You can't wear a skirt. You got to wear pants. You can't wear jeans. Right. Why that's does that like, matter? Oh, that's like saying, come to the hospital. I know you're sick, but first right. you got to get healthy. Exactly. Like It's like exactly. the church isn't for only healthy people. Like, yes, healthy. It's amazing. Like, that's a right. place where we can grow and have a congregation of other people that, that share a common goal, which is Jesus Christ. Right. But saying that, oh, you need to have this and this and this in order before. Like, Jesus was didn't go up to Zacchaeus exactly. and be like, Zacchaeus repent you gotta right be this you gotta tall repent to he's like no i, I know you're a bad person <laughs> you gotta be this tall <laughs> gotta be this tall <laughs> for me to eat with you <laughs> that's right that's right Chomp. yeah you, yeah you're right here you know you can't even ride the disney rides you're short all right but he he went to his house that's right and i think um my dad actually was just preaching on this mm. um my dad was a preacher he um preached at a church uh, Jesus Celebration Center is an African church, and then he had five kids, so he stopped. Uh, yeah. Way do, to ruin his dreams, that'll do Elijah. It to you. Yeah, my, Way to go. My bad dad. You're selfish. <laughs> How dare you be born? <laughs> but he was talking about, well, I love the point he brought up. Jesus never asked Zacchaeus to repent. That's true. Zacchaeus just repented out of nowhere, and one thing he was saying is that Jesus had a presence about him that just made people... That's a word right there. Right? And it was yeah. talking about like shine, like shining our light. Yeah. It, our light is not actions, right? We can, he, he gave an example and I love this. He was like, he used to think that shining our light meant doing good deeds. Mm. And the Bible doesn't say that. The Bible says, let your light shine so they can see the good deeds in us. Not mm. let our good deeds shine so, so they, they can the see the light yeah. in us, right? So what are your motives and intentions? And Jesus had yeah. this presence about him that just made people want to live better, mm-hmm. right? So like, what if we have that? And exactly. I think profanity can hinder that because when I hear somebody cuss, or use profanity, especially in a professional setting. Like at my internship I had this mm-hmm. summer, I hear somebody, I'm like, my respect for you just went down a little bit because you said these words. And it's not something that I'm trying to intentionally say. It's just something that naturally, yeah. unconsciously happens. I'm like, oh, that that kind of was... But listen eh. to what you just said, though. You said it's not about actions, right? It's about your heart. So why then when you see someone's actions and you're saying, ah... 
Ooh, your I, message is diminished right now. I don't know. I don't think their message is diminished. Basically, you're saying you're saying like you don't respect them. So if they came with you and said anything to you, you wouldn't probably respect it as much as you did for someone who you respected as much, mm, right? That's true. If they said something to you, whether it was good or bad, you would take it with a grain of salt because he's like, ah, this dude cussed earlier. I don't respect him because of that. So now whatever you, whatever you're saying now has this automatic tag on it or this red alert that says less respect. I think, but that's what I, that's what I'm talking about, right? When people cuss, it's it's not as it's not wholesome and building up but rather than trying to change it's, it's not giving, them and right. so you stop cussing why not change how you perceive cussing how change how i perceive cussing yeah right, but stop perceiving cussing I mean, as being something that's automatic like loss of respect that's true that's true i don't i don't no, it's not a complete loss of respect but i was just like oh, right right eh, that kind of like eh, you know and I but I, I think that's that's just an account to how how powerful that is that your your speech and your your talk should be sweet Right. The Bible talks about and just how much of a, you know, even even for a person. And I, I, I have to like I don't my teammates and my coaches like they cuss all the time and I have complete respect for them. It doesn't yeah. matter. Right. That's something that I'm trying to work on. But even so, like imagine somebody who's not trying to work on that and hear somebody cuss and they're like, oh, I lost respect for you because you hear that a lot. Like cussing at a on a professional setting isn't very professional. It's, it's funny because there, I've seen these articles about saying that people who cuss you know, are more intelligent or whatever. So I think that perception is changing mm. like between between people and professionals and et cetera. I just don't think... Could that... Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, that's fine. Um, I just feel like we can't... There's no blanket. This is the standard, right? There are personal standards we have to live by. That's true. Right? Where, again, in my last message, where Christ told some people, you know, in order to follow me, you have to give everything you have. Right. But then some people, you know, it was okay to just give half, which the kids did, right? He gave half, I think I think he gave half, I can't remember. Um, and then Rich Long uh the um uh, this one I can't remember now. I'm struggling to remember. But anyway, to some people Christ asks for like everything. For some he asks for half. Mm. Right. Um and so there is a different the different requirements, I feel like for each person. Um for, for for instance, for me, I don't think, you know, not cussing is not something that I think, you know, God is really impressed by for me. That's something that I don't, I, I didn't uh, grow up with. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I only struggled with for a little bit of time only because of the basketball stuff. And he knows that I know that I have pretty good self-control. So if I choose to cut, like use up cussing, it's a blatant choice. Most times. It's not a big sacrifice. Exactly. Like it's not something that it should be a struggle. Right, but there are other things that I deal with that to not do them once or for a day or for a week, you know, that's that's a huge spiritual win for me. And I think we should hold people to standards that are personal, right? And my whole motto is wow. progress over perfection. Mm. Right. So I'm not concerned about oh, you cussed it you failed. Like, let's look at the fact that over the last month you've been cussing a little less. Like that's great. You know, and, and for that person, that might be great. For someone else, cussing over a month, easy work, right? Let's say you not do it for three months. Right. Right. And so this whole thing about you can't say this and, and we can't say that and you can't wear that in church. Like God didn't encounter people. Jesus didn't encounter people that way. Hmm. Right. Like he didn't encounter people and say, this is my standard dadgum and you got to live by my perfection standard. <laughs> no, like he, he knew people were people. And he even knows that we're going to mess up in that same way again. Mm-hmm. Right, that, and I kind of feel that the, the woman that was caught in the middle of adultery, thrown in a circle, is at somebody else's house. 
Mm. No, no, no. Shame, shame. Shame. I know your name. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever he caught wrong. doing that. Wrong. He said, you got five husbands. <laughs> you ain't just got one. You got five husbands. Whoever he caught doing that. And they brought up, they brought her to Jesus like, yo, let's stone her now. I got a fresh bag of stones, never before been used. Let's use them right now. <laughs> a fresh hot pipe of bag of stones. Hot off hot, the hot stove. The That's right. I baked fresh. these myself. My, Perfectly weighted. Not even stones. They're just the bread my wife made because it's that that's that hard and bad. We use it as stones. <laughs> we, I told her I ate it all, but I really just put it in the bag for this situation. Let's <laughs> get Got my hard bread bevels. <laughs> Let's get her now. <laughs> Jesus waited till they were gone, and he said, just go into no more. Not worried about if she would or not. Not worried about if she went back to the old new house and said, hey, I'm back. Let's finish where we started. Like, he didn't care. Not, okay, I'm not saying he, like, he didn't care. That wasn't a priority. Like, he didn't follow her around and stalk her. Say, hey, you, you stopped thotting around? You're right. You stopped thotting? <laughs> huh? Oh, I, saw, huh? I, saw, I saw that. Exactly. exactly. Huh? <laughs> that skirt's a little two inches too short. <laughs> I, saw you, I saw you look at him. <laughs> so he didn't, he wasn't policing people in, in how, that's what the Pharisees were doing. Hmm. You can only walk this many steps on the Sabbath because we think that that's what God meant when he said, don't work on the Sabbath. Right. It's people's interpretations of, and interpretations and then legalisms of, of God's words and, and God laws that I think, I think where we mess up. Right. And I think some people might be right in saying, yeah, it's a, it's a slippery slope between the idea of, you know, Letting people live their lives, but then also having standards, right? So a slippery slope of saying, yeah, just do what you want to do. But I think there should be some level of freedom in there to say, look, I understand where you are, and I trust that you're, they have a heart after God. And I also trust that if you, if you have a true heart after God, these sort of things will begin to wreck themselves. And God will begin to change these things in you over time. Yeah. So it's the... Yeah. And that's why I think the things with like that song, like hurts like hell, like let's be real. It does. It hurts like, like hell. It's a, it's a, even even without the whole hell being a real place thing, it hurts like hell. All right, that's real. And I don't think God docked me points for saying that. Like <laughs> I'm like communicating scoreboard. to someone. If you've been through something real, if you've been through real pain, hurts like hell will hit you in a real place. Yes. If someone, if you're in the middle of worship and you can tell, I. If you can be real with God, and I tell people this all the time, people, I don't know what to pray. Be real with God, yo. Like, tell God, this sucks. I don't like what you're doing. Mm. I don't like the fact you haven't come through for me yet. I'm mad at you. There was a, oh my goodness, um, a preacher. Have you ever heard of Cy Rogers? I think you mentioned him before. Yeah, he was, uh, he was talking about his life before. He was uh, homosexual, almost was going to have a transgender surgery. Um, and then had an amazing encounter with Jesus. He grew up like in the church though, and had all these things. Um, so it wasn't like he was just an atheist before. Like he grew up with church, and that's what he said was one of his big struggles: is church people just feeling judged. Uh, he said he's having a one day. He just heard God speaking to him. He's like, "Sigh." He's like, "Yes, God." He's like, "These thoughts that you're having, you keep bringing them down and pushing them down." but I need you to bring them to me. Like all your real thoughts, all your, I think he used the words like dirty, nasty thoughts. He's still very like 
funny and kind of feminine, mm-hmm. which is like really funny. Like I love listening to him. He's like, sigh, like that kind of, he's like, bring all those dirty, nasty thoughts and all those real thoughts to me so we can deal with them. Yeah. Right. He's like, I'm not going to be offended because you think these things because I know that you're thinking. Exactly. Of right. So don't offend. Don't don't just push them down exactly. into yourself. Like bring them to me. Yeah. because I, I already know you're having them. I think that's real, too. We're saying like, like God knows what we're thinking. So like, why does it matter? Why? Exactly. Um, and so I think it's being able to be real with God and be real with self for thinking sometimes. And I think we there's a freedom in that. And and feeling like oh I'm offending God, offenses I think are still based on cultural things. <laughs> yeah. What offends me doesn't offend someone from a different state. It doesn't offend someone from a different country. Um, doesn't offend someone the same person from like who's a different age. Offenses are all personal and they're all subjectives. And so what we think offends God or doesn't are all based on humans. Why does God care if I wear a hat in church, bro? He, why does God care? Why would He care? He doesn't. All right, God doesn't care. So the whole, I've taught people before, oh, you can't wear hats or take your hat off when you pray. Why? It's respect. It's a shout respect for, exactly. for in humans. our culture, in exactly. today's culture, exactly. not even back then, just today's culture. Exactly. It's a sign of respect for us. And I'm, I'm not here to show you respect, bro. I'm here, I'm here to show God respect. I'm here exactly. to, I'm here for God. My life is supposed to be living for God. So I'm not, I don't really, to be honest, I couldn't care any less about what our signs of respect for you. When we're talking about my relationship with God. And so I think that's where this whole thing about what we can or can't say falls under for me. It's, you know, it's you think this is disrespectful, but until God tells me otherwise, I'm, I'm going to live my life. Until I feel convicted And if it offends this. you, go tell God about it. Right. Go, go tell God, and if you got a problem with it, he'll correct me. Right? That's all I say. <laughs> There's a song. Um, uh, it's uh, Judo by Andy and uh, Wordsplay. And oh, I can't remember. Yeah. No, I gotta get that exact line because I think he said the exact same thing. Let's see, what we got there. That was a fire album. Too. Text, yeah. Andy was my uh, top artist for 2019. Mine was Montel Fish. Oh, what you had said about the, um, you said you just for six months just listen to Christian music. I I loved. I did that for. I, I would whenever I feel like oh I need to get back closer to God and I feel like I'm off. I do. That's what I do. And. Doing that, you just find so many new artists. Yeah. There's underground artists. Yep. Check out Montel Fish. He's super dope. All his songs are like lo-fi hip-hop kind of prayers, okay. basically. Like, it's super dope, but you guys should check him out. So that line in the song, I think that in like the end of the first verse, basically he goes, oh, you holier than thou? All right, well, then tell Jesus on me. <laughs> it's the whole thing. All right, yeah, yeah. All right, fine. You think I'm doing something wrong? Go tell Jesus. Go tell, yeah, see what he says. Go tell him about it. Because really, he's the only one that can really do anything about it. So I think that's how I feel. But unfortunately, because, again, there's politics behind, and I say politics lightly because it's not like you know, politics, but there are, it's not black and white when it comes to like church leadership and stuff like that. And so I think it's also important, like I think the pastor in this situation did, for the whole situation with the song that I told you about, is picking your battles, Right. But I'm also not afraid to call people out on their nonsense. Mm. Um, <laughs> I will tell you being nonsensical. Mm-hmm. And I, I, know, I, I, might know. Not, I might not use the word nonsensical. I know. <laughs> you get a point. <laughs> I straight up, I straight up be like, look, no, nah, no, nah, you're dumb. <laughs> you're stupid. So I don't know. So we're about to end it up real quick, man. We're a little over time. But again, try to end everything with a little something funny. A little the something positive weird. note. So now nah, I'm going to say this positive. All right. So I don't know if you... How, how often do you go to Taco Bell? 
maybe once every two weeks. Okay. But Have you noticed that inside the Taco Bell here now, and maybe in the McDonald's too, that I think they renovated that over the summer, they have these kiosks you can go to and order without standing in line and going to the person. And, and a lot of other cities, they have these things too, where if you walk into the, the fast food place, there's like a line for the actual um, the cashier, but then there's also like these kiosks, touchscreen that you can go to and put your order in without waiting in line. So like a drive-through, basically. No, no, no. You walk inside. Yeah, but like what? What the the point? It's supposed to help speed things up. Okay. Let's talk about we have an obnoxious line sometimes up here, um, <laughs> because there's only six restaurants. Um, but so you can go there, you can touch the touch screen and do the thing. Your order will come up when it's ready, <laughs> and it's supposed to help cut down on lines, and it's supposed to be a little faster, more convenient. Um, but I just saw that the other night when I went with Stella. I saw that for the first time they had, um, which got me thinking about <laughs> the story that I heard about. Maybe a year ago, maybe a little less than a year ago. I think I heard about it actually earlier earlier this year. They did a test in in uh, Britain, yeah, at the McDonald's, where they had all these kiosks and all these things. And apparently, every single one they tested had an obnoxious amount of fecal matter on it. Oh, that's gross. So <laughs> mm. <laughs> just thinking about that, <laughs> and they said they said most Americans don't wash their hands before eating. And most of them don't even wash their hands. And That's bad parents. Washing hand culture in America, I feel like, is really subpar. They did this test where they saw, they invited people to cook a meal in the kitchen to see how well they did. And they said almost every person showed bad hand washing technique in their Bro. cooking and cross contamination everywhere. Oh, I wash my hands so much. Whenever I'm using raw meat, I wash my hands. Probably like nine or ten times. Like, no joke. No, me too. Because and I'm so like, I'm like, I'm if paranoid. I touch the soap bottle after I use raw meat, I wash the soap bottle off. <laughs> I, I did just the same did that. thing. I'm to be so paranoid. <laughs> I'm like, that. I'm like, even though people who touch that soap bottle are going to wash their hands after, I'm like, I don't want raw meat stuff on that soap bottle. Let me wash it I used to plan ahead, but like tilting the soap bottle over. So I can like put my elbow on it, push down and get the, because I'll be like, all right, well, how do I turn the water on? How do I get the soap out? I'm stuck with dirty hands. I'm so like, paranoid about that. But that's why people have like the push pump now for the disc soap too sometimes. True. I don't. I'm still got the the OG, you know, like the you refillable dawn. The cap. Yes. The refillable okay. one. That's like a gallon. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to use to put it in the smaller bottles? No. We, we straight from the straight from the you gallon, get a, bro. You get a discount on that. Exactly. And so I just thought it was hilarious to think that I didn't use the kiosk, and I'm glad now because I happen to I've been run, like I happen to come across that. And when I saw it, Gross. I remembered it. It's the idea that, you know. How often do you wash it? Do you wash your hands every time you go to the bathroom? Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, at home, I can't. I can't guarantee I do it at home. That's my home. I, still, I just if I don't rub it. my if I don't rub my dirty hands on my walls, that's my house. <laughs> you get sick, that's your problem. <laughs> you better wash. Don't your come hands over and, no more. Wash your hands in my house. Right. No, I, I usually do like in public and other people's places. I do wash my hands um, quite often. I don't carry it around enough uh, moisturizer with me to be that kind of crazy with washing hands, but I still do it regardless. Um, you but wash the back I know. of your hands? Yeah. I do, I do. How do you not wash the back of your hands? Like, what is... You don't have to. But I, it's, like, I, all the same motion. How do you... Well, you just, see, that's, that's your Don't motion. tell me you see, just you're, did the straight front that, back. You're like, V8 thing, right? I'm, I'm like, okay, you if, I, if I don't back. have lotion and my hands are already ashy, I see the soap, there's no sign of any kind of added aloe or added time lotion out, in out, it. Bro. I'm not putting it on the back of my hands. No, I'm just no, going no, no, no. straight prayer motion, no. rub back and there's forth, no way. grasshopper you style. You're starting this. No. That's, <laughs> that's horrible. Cricket, you know, make that... Children do that. 
No, what? When you're four, that's what you do. That, when have you ever used the back I'm of your hands four, to eat? It doesn't matter. Oh, so get, I might as well everything. wash my arms. I might as well get wash everything. my chest with soap. Why are you being ridiculous? That's crazy. Why are you being ridiculous? You don't have to wash the back you of your hands. You get your wrist. You can't. I choose to because it makes me that's feel better. Because it makes me feel better. Would you be? I get, would you I, be? Yes, I get the inside of my wrist. I eat where, like my hands, like this. Like my the inside of my hands. That's you all. Touch, you, that's all you need. You I touch usually too much stuff it. with your hands. Even this now, who's the who? back of your hand has touched this table. When and you don't when, know, I went. When did I ever lay my hands on the back of the table like this? Just right now. <laughs> Just. <laughs> My Suck it. Always <laughs> I got you. Now I gotta wash the back. No, of my in hands. general, like we do, call us hands in the pocket. Your back, of your hands touch a lot of stuff, dude. That's, that's you put your hands on your face, you don't realize what your hands touch. That's and what I, I do, do it like them. this a lot. Okay, all right. Well, I usually do, but yeah. if there's you got my doodle hands on your already. face, that's what, you, that's what happens because you don't wash the back of your hands, you dirty boy, <laughs> you nasty. And with that, we end the podcast for the day. Knowing that Elisha's nasty. I'm hurt. And don't watch the his hands. <laughs> I'm hurt. <laughs> Yo, man, thanks for coming again. Thanks for you guys tuning in for us. Another episode we got down. Um, hope you guys hands, enjoy. Man. Me? I'm a, yes. I mean, I'm a, actually, I don't, though. He just he just dapped me up. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> I got big palms, I said. No, they're just like, they're Gir- girthy. They're girthy. <laughs> That's a weird <laughs> word. But like, my hands are long and slender. Yours are just like, a big, meaty. meaty <laughs> You're about to pound a ham on your wrist. <laughs> and with that, we end the podcast. Yeah, right, guys, thanks for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoy it. I like I pointed out nothing over there yeah. at all the fans. <laughs> you guys over in this there, room. Because we're not actually recording this one on camera. But y'all. But yeah, man. You guys have a good night. Thanks for tuning in. All right, this has been Kingdom and uh, Kingdom and Culture podcast. Yes, sir. Deuces. Thank you.